Hello and welcome to today's Bible broadcast episode. This is Brother Landon. We're so thankful that you've taken time to join us today as we'll be continuing here in our study of the book of Mark. I encourage you to grab your Bible and join me here. Mark chapter number one, verses 29 through 31. We'll be reading here the account that we have of Simon's wife's mother uh, being healed of a fever. And so we'll be looking at that today. I encourage you to grab your Bible and follow along here. Verse 29, the Bible says, And forthwith, when they were come out of the synagogue, they entered into the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. But Simon's wife's mother lay sick of a fever, and anon, that is immediately, and immediately they tell him of her. And he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up, and immediately the fever left her, and she ministered unto them. I don't believe that I've mentioned this yet, but when we read through the book of Mark, you'll find that he really loves that word immediately or straightway. You see, what Mark is doing is he is getting right to the point. When we read the book of Mark, we see Jesus and his magnification of the fact that he is the suffering servant. We see the fact that Jesus came to this earth to minister unto people and his miracles and his works. We find in the book of Mark less about his words and more about his works than we do in other gospel records. But we see here, I want you to notice a couple things with me. First of all, we, we find that this is Simon Peter's mother-in-law. Uh, she was sick, and I love this fact. I love this. Notice, in verse 30, it says, and anon, and immediately they tell him of her. You know, we oftentimes give the disciples a bad rap. Sometimes, yes, they made some dumb mistakes. Sometimes they thought some things and you're just like, what in the world are they doing? And, and yes, it's, it's sometimes it is okay to think that. And also, um, I can't imagine what they up in heaven, if they're even looking at me or looking at us, if they say, man, what is that guy thinking? You know, so of course, what goes around comes around. But we see here that they tell him, they told Jesus of her. Now, like I said, we sometimes give them a bad rap, but here they, they did something really good. They went to Jesus. They went to the one that they just saw cast out a demon. They went to the one that they knew could handle this sickness. Now, I have a question for you. How many times is Jesus, when we have a, a difficulty in our life come, or we have a prayer that, that we, we just say, I don't know how God can answer this. How often is Jesus the last option? How often do we do everything but take it to the Lord? We find here that when Simon's mother-in-law was sick, they went to Jesus and told him of her. They took Simon's mother-in-law to the one who truly could do something about this sickness. And friend, I don't know what sickness, I don't know what struggle, I don't know what trial you're walking through right now, but I can tell you this. Jesus is the one that you need to take that burden to. He can handle it. He is the one that can do something about it. And what a, what a blessing we find here and what an encouragement of a fact that we have a high priest that cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. The fact that we can come boldly to the throne of grace, the fact that we can go to him 
and he says, I understand what you're going through. What, what an encouragement we find here. But I want you to also notice that this, this took place right after Jesus cast out the demons from the man in verses 21 through 28. Notice in 28, it says, and immediately his fame spread abroad throughout all the region around about Galilee and forthwith when they were come out of the synagogue. In, in verse 21, we see that he entered into the synagogue. So he has gone into the synagogue, he teaches, he does this miracle of casting out a demon, then he walks out of the synagogue and immediately he is confronted with this issue, with this need. And can I tell you that Jesus, he can handle it. Jesus can handle it. You say, well, I've gone to Jesus so many, 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 many times before. He doesn't want to hear about it now. Oh, friend, can I tell you, he wants to hear about every single thing going on in your life. Jesus came to this earth. He paid the penalty for your sin. He died on the cross, rose on the third day, gave victory over death, hell, and the grave. And he wants to save you, not just to save you so that, so that he can make sure that you're in heaven, but that while you're here on earth, he can have a relationship and communion with you. What an, what an encouragement that is. And we see that, that this has taken place right after this. You are, Jesus is never too busy for you. Jesus is never too busy for you. What an encouragement. What a blessing we find here just in in these few verses. I want you to notice another thing here, more of a teaching principle, is that we find another aspect of Jesus's miracle ministry. Of course, Jesus's ministry was a ministry of preaching, teaching, and healing, or of miracles. And uh, we see Jesus's miracles can be categorized in four categories. Uh, we have his, we have the exorcisms or the casting out of demons. We find that actually here in verses 21 through 28. We, we find uh, the aspect of his healings. We find that here in verses 29 through 31. He has the power over the physical body. He has power to heal. He has power over the devils. He has power over Satan. Then we see raising the dead. He has power over death. And we, of course, know, as we've already, as we've just mentioned, that Jesus, when he died on the cross, was buried and rose again on the third day, he conquered death. The Bible tells us, O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? Death no longer has power over any believer. Yes, we sorrow when, when one passes from this life to the next. Death does have sorrow, but we don't sorrow as those that have no hope. No, we have the hope that we will see them again. And the fact that Jesus has power over death gives us that hope. But we see that Jesus' miracles, they were exorcisms, healings. He, he rose the dead, I think, of Lazarus. He, he, ro- he rose him from the dead. And then we also see his nature miracles. When we get to later here in the book of Mark, we'll see Jesus, when he stands up on the boat and he says, peace, be still. And the winds and the seas, they obeyed him and, the, and, they, and they became still. And we see that Jesus, he had his miracles were in these four categories. But what they show is that Jesus has all power. Jesus being God, being 100% man, being 100% God, he had power over nature. He had power over the devil. He has power over our physical needs and he has power over death. And not not only do we see that, but I want us to notice here lastly, as we finish up today's lesson, we find the result 
the result of this miracle. Notice in verse 31, and he came and he took her by the hand. (laughs) Can I tell you this much? I'm thankful that when I was dead in my trespasses and sins against God, that he took me up by the hand. He lifted me up out of the miry clay. Notice what it says, and lifted her up. And immediately the fever left her. I tell you what, I once was a lost sinner. I once was lost dying on my way to hell because of my sin and nobody else's sin. And I needed a savior that would reach down, grab a hold of me and lift me up and take that sting of death away. Take that death that I have, uh, that I have inherited by my father's father's father, Adam. I am so thankful that Jesus Christ, he has the power to reach his hand down. When I couldn't come to him, he came to me. He lifted his hand down. He lifted her up and immediately the fever left her. I'm thankful. We have a picture of salvation here. We have a picture, no matter how how generic this picture may be, it makes me want to take off and run a few aisles. The fact that Jesus Christ, he reached down, his hand down, he lifted her up and immediately the fever left her. Of course, we see here this physical healing. She was healed physically. And I thank God that in my salvation, Jesus reached down and he lifted me up out of that miry clay and he set my feet on a solid rock. And I'm no longer dead in my trespasses and sins against God, but he has given me life. He has regenerated me. And I am thankful for that. But notice, and she ministered unto them. You see, Jesus had healed her physically, and what was her response? She served. Friend, Jesus does not save us just so that we can get our fire insurance. Jesus saves us so that he can get to so that we can get to know him more and that we can serve him. You see, if Jesus just wanted us to get saved and that was it, then when the moment we got saved, he would just go ahead and take us to heaven. No, he wants us to serve. The book of Mark chapter 10 tells us that the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. We see that we are never more like Jesus Christ than when we are serving, when we're serving. And we see here that this woman, this Simon's mother-in-law, she ministered unto them. She served. Friend, if you're saved, you are saved to serve. We ought to serve one another. And the greatest way that we can serve, the greatest way that we can serve is to go to a lost and dying world and tell them that Jesus Christ came and he gave his life a ransom for many, that they can be saved if they trust in Jesus Christ alone for salvation in his death, burial, and resurrection. Well, I pray today that you'll take some of these thoughts to heart and that you will allow the Lord to to use these thoughts from his word to, to go deep into your heart and soul and change you. You know, it'd be a shame if we went through this entire book and everything stayed the same in our lives. No, God wants us to be different. He wants us to change. And I encourage you today. Maybe you just want to thank God for reaching down and saving you. Maybe you just want to ask the Lord to help you, give you more of a desire to serve and to be a minute and to minister to others. Well, we pray you have a great day, a good rest of your week, and we look forward to being with you again next time.